Clinton Yates, Ramona Shelburne, ESPN 710. It is time for what you need to know. Greg, holla at me. I feel all bad now because I want to hear Momo's news. Nah, nah, but nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Do your job. <laughs> later. I want to hear these stories. We'll get to it. Come all on. All right, all right, all right. So there is a 12-year-old boy named Kale Bell from St. Anthony's Catholic in Ermstown, Greater Manchester. So in on the other side of the ocean. Is it and he. Yeah, as in England. So okay. he decided that he advertised an event on Snapchat, and he made it. It was all eight-year-old boys that are going to attend, and all, all sorry, all year eight boys will attend. He threw a rave inside of his inside of the men's bathroom at his school, and it what? lasted thirty minutes. Yeah, it lasted thirty minutes. Is this the coolest kid, or is this like what are you doing, man? Easily the coolest kid by a mile. I saw the clips of this too, where he's like, he like he's got lights. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't just have the music going. There was a full experience. And as somebody that went to a pretty small private school where these kind of pranks and this kind of nonsense was a relatively regular activity, I applaud this kid. And if he got into any trouble at all, Momo, all those teachers and administrators are haters. Okay? That's a good bit. That kid shows a lot of gumption with all that organizational skill. And if he got enough people to go and he got it done in half an hour, good on him. I like that. That's just me. Mm, eight, eight years old. Year eight. So that's what? That's seventh graders. They're eighth 12. graders. Yeah, they're twelve years old. Yeah. Oh, they're twelve. Okay, so they're younger than that. But yeah, man, come on. It's middle school. Obviously, you're wilding in the bathroom. That's what it's there mm. for. Wow. Mm, no. Nah. Hate. Nah. That's disappointing. I'm well. Look, we're, I mean, we're 2020. What are they doing? Have they all been vaccinated? I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, see, I'm like the snitch see, over here. Okay. All right. I'm like you the know monitor. What? Fair enough. You did self-identify <laughs> as such, so I I'll did. give I'm you that. I'm snitching. I am snitching. Full Watch out. snitch mode. If you mode. are in my neighborhood, I'm calling you out. <laughs> if you, I if love they, it. If, like, seriously, I saw them. They were literally having like a whole party outside. They had ice rinks. I was like, no, sorry. There's 15 cars here. No. Those are grown adults making bad decisions. A kid yeah, throwing a rave in the bathroom the virus, is just trying to be cool with virus. his friends. Yeah, okay. and they're gonna take it home with all their friends. Okay, that's fair. Sorry. All right, Greg, what's next? Sorry. All right, so this one, this one, I just, I just thought this one was really cool. I'm not sure how much really there's a question to it. Just wanted you, kind of your reaction to it. Yeah. So a 20,000 year old woolly rhinoceros was was oh. dug up from Russia's permafrost, and it's still pretty much intact. And I just think that that's really cool that we're finding brand new species all all over. Yeah. And out of brand nowhere. new. Cool. The whole point of the well, story, Greg, is that they're not brand new whatsoever. Brand new to us. <laughs> have, you ever heard, have you ever heard of a woolly rhinoceros? Yes. A woolly rhinoceros. Yes, that I have. So cool. no, I took rocks for jocks in college. I've heard of these things. No. The, okay, this is a great story because, uh, Greg, have you seen the video of it? Yeah. Oh, it is no, so it is so bizarre because these dudes are, like, spraying water on this thing. And I'm not going to get all into, like, old like what that means for science because I don't want to freak everybody out. But like they found this thing and there's like an exposed rib cage and they have to spray all this water on it before they pull it out. It is quite fascinating. Although if you understand the science of why pulling things out of permafrost is actually not a good idea, it's pretty scary. But Momo, have you seen this as an animal lover as you stated yesterday? Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's cool. I love that we're finding new stuff. I think we probably... Are going to find way more new stuff the more we explore the permafrost although i worry a little bit about the ice caps melting because we need that permafrost okay mm -hmm. but but um i think i i love that when we when we find like new stuff because there's like there's a whole history of the world that we have no concept of like you know we read about it in history books right we read about it and like those are just guesses you know like yeah. they piece it together i took one of those classes in college like anthropology archaeology and they like find stuff and in, in in you know old civilizations and they like you know they guess they put stuff back together and they kind of have theories and things like that but we don't really know there's amazing stuff that happened in the past that we have no idea so Very i think true. it's cool yeah short version though greg is that when you pull out old species you open yourself up to risk for old diseases, literally. Oh, like true, that's true, that's actually true. very real. So that's all. The only reason I was bringing that up. Mm. Is that it? Is that what we need to yep. know, Greg? That'll that'll do it for what you need to know. I need to know what's going on with Momo. Okay, you since guys, we have a priority, what's happening? You teased this hardcore last segment, and you, Laura guessed it in here. the middle. What's going oh, on? I did. Okay, we're sitting here, and I'm like, I got a notification on my phone. It's a Twitter notification. All right. All right. Do you want to know who followed me? Uh-oh, hold on, hold on. Do you okay, want to know is, who just followed Momo? I need, I need a hint. I need a hint. 
Not an elephant uh, hint. This man could read the phone book, and I would oh. pay to hear it. Oh. Morgan Freeman. Vince Scully! Vince Scully, I got oh! it! I got it! Oh! It's yeah! time for Dodger Baseball! Oh my that God. is awesome. I, That's I, a great I'm, one. I literally have goosebumps. Wow. I'm so stoked. I don't know Do what I was expecting. Know? But I wasn't Do you guys expecting know that. How much yeah. I love Vince Scully. Do you know? <laughs> yes. Like, it is that is that like I used to cover Dodger games a lot, and he mm-hmm. was still you know he was still calling the games, and I would like see him walking through the press box, and I'd be like, "Be cool, Mo. Be cool. <laughs> be cool. Don't say don't say something stupid, you know." And I was just like, "Hey, hey, hey, Vin." <laughs> like I Vin's couldn't great. even talk. Right. I've never I, met Vin. I've never oh, had the opportunity so nice. to, and you know that's something that probably won't happen in my lifetime. But one of the things I was always struck by oh. by Vin was that not only obviously is he the broadcaster that he is, but yes, his sort of living history with the Dodgers. That by the by, if for those of you who have never been to Dodger Stadium, the best thing that the Dodgers do at that ballpark is document the franchise's history inside of the park. It's literally amazing on a lot of levels. The the Dodger Stadium is arguably one of the top five baseball museums in America. And there are so many things where Vin is just there. You know what I mean? Like there's a you know he's he's recognized as as much a part of that franchise as any player and any executive, which he absolutely is. And it's amazing how just how well respected he is from that point. Uh, that's that's amazing, Momo. I'm I'm pr- congratulations. I mean, I, I think it, like he. I mean, we have met. We have met. Ben and I have met, but I like don't. I mean, I was definitely like too awestruck to talk to him in any kind of a meaningful way. Right. Like I would just say, "Hi, Ben. Hi, Mr. Scully." Calls <laughs> like that, and. Like, I think it's also just, like, he is the soundtrack to my childhood. I grew up as a baseball player, like, softball player, right? So, yeah. Like, I watched the Dodgers growing up every night. I was a huge fan, right? Like, and, and so, like, Vin, to me, is, like, the soundtrack of my childhood, right? And wow. I think everybody in L.A. feels like that with him, um, if you grew up watching the Dodgers, whatever it is. But it's also just that he is just such a kind, decent person that, like, when he got on Twitter, I was like, oh, nobody messes in. You guys right. better not mess with Vin on Twitter. We don't Twitter? need you Twitter. clown towns jamming up his, you know, his mentions. Yes. Nobody troll Vin. If, if anybody trolls Vin, I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm, I'm, Snitching. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Snitch line. There it is. <laughs> but, Greg, what but do you like, think about this, though? How, how jealous are you? I'm extremely jealous. I got Vin Scully tattooed on my arm. Like this what? is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't. You guys, neither of you knew this. You have oh, Vin oh, Scully oh, tattooed on your arm. I met yeah. you at Dodger Stadium, and you did not tell me that. <laughs> yeah, but by the by the way, when you were talking about how you went around Dodger Stadium and took that video, I took that video of you walking around the Dodger. Stadium. I remember that, Gregory. That's why I brought it up. Okay, full backstory. I met Greg at the ballpark. We got along like fast friends, and now we're I talking about the something. radio. Like, what precipitated you getting Vin Scully tattooed on your arm? So, okay, so I have a microphone tattooed on my left arm, on my forearm. All right. And so I was watching the Dodger game, um, probably it was the it was playoffs two, three years ago, and they won and they went to the World Series, and I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I was at the point. <laughs> and, and I was like, I this want something. I want something, and I was like, yeah. oh, you know what? I'm just gonna get. I love Vin Scully. He yeah. means so much to me, and yes. I got. I found his his autograph online. I'm like, give me Vin Scully's it's autograph. It's a good autograph too. Arm. It's a yeah, good autograph. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And for proof, here I'll even I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. Yeah. Well, Tweet it out. ESPN no, Los Angeles. Wait, here here is the big question though. Do, Do you I slide into his DMs? <laughs> Do I slide into Vin Scully's DMs? Yes, yes, you that's do. All, the that's answer always is yes. the question. And here's what you do. <laughs> and and I what have, happens I have, if I do and he doesn't answer me? Hold but on. What Momo, no, if I, have, I do and he unfollows me so that Momo, I can't Momo, you're unraveling here. You're unraveling oh, in front of Vin. All right, I'm let's get it out. together here. I'm let's get it out, together guys. here, Momo. Step out of the box. Step out of the box. Adjust your gloves. Adjust your gloves. Step out of the box. Take a breath. I can't believe that you made me wait that long to tell you. I mean, I needed to tell you right away. Like I was. As my coach used to say, Say your first, middle, and last name and take a deep breath to yourself. <laughs> now, here's what you do. You send a picture of you and your family oh, to Vin. And good. you say, happy holidays, Happy Vin. New Year, I appreciate Vin. the follow. Bang. Oh, you're welcome. That is so good. 
You know, you don't got to get so weird good. about it. Just show them your family, bro. That's the move. You know? Yes. Greg, am I right about Clinton, this? That is good. That's the perfect way to do it. I got to know, Laura, how the... <laughs> how did you find how did you figure that out what okay. made you think that so the she first no 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 i didn't yeah, cheat because she said no what no she said this made my life i'm like i joked and i said someone followed you and she was like yeah, yeah. you got it i was like cool oh, okay and then she said um whatever what, sorry Momo, he could read the phone book yes and he I would could pay. read the phone book and you would pay i was like vince Scully. that was a good hint i was like vince you wow. said, who said morgan freeman i, was like, <laughs> no, I, was I would listen to morgan freeman <laughs> I would too, yeah i mean yeah but we're talking sp- i thought sports so i was like vince scully like who else would it be but i didn't turn on my mic i just told her and then i was like i got it yeah i was okay. excited about that so when we when i first said this Greg asked, can we do a whole segment on this? I'm like, we can do the whole show on this. <laughs> do you even know? Do you even know how excited I am right now? Like, I don't even know. You're going to have to bring me back to focus on the rest of the show. But okay. I will say this. I will say this. This is, this is, that was my most important follow ever on Twitter. That was, I mean, I have other famous people who follow me. No one will ever be as cool as Vince Scully. No one. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Let me ask maybe, you this though, Momo. Maybe Barack Who, Obama. Maybe, but but. Oh, well, see, that was going to be that. my guess. Actually, forty-four was going to be my guess. He, he follows then, a lot of people. He does. He he oh, like so he follows initially okay. when he was no, he doesn't. He but and yes. I feel I'm upset about it, um, <laughs> because he follows like he literally follows like almost six hundred thousand people. <laughs> Does he? I didn't know that. <laughs> Go on Barack Obama's page. He has 125 million followers. Oh, 127 million followers. But he follows 597,000 people. And I was like, what do I got to do? What wow, that do just I ruined my do? year. Momo's having well, a great year, year ends. I'm out here thinking, what's going on? 44, holla at me. And to I'll, that point, and, but, Vince yeah. Gully, by the way, Vince Gully follows 188 <gasps> people. That's it. Wow. That's it. You are in ESPN a special club. ESPN Los Angeles is one of them, by the way. That's pretty cool. Wow. How about that? Guys, okay, so I let mean, me ask you this, Momo. In, yeah. the, in, the, in, the, in the wake of this fantastic news, <laughs> had you not been on the air, had you not been on the air when this happened, whom outside of your immediate household would you have told first? Um, I would have put it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, nah, nobody's getting I personalized. I'm stunting. I told all my softball friends, like, they're on, we have a, a, a text chain, and so I just immediately screenshotted it and sent it to all of them. And I am, I, there's, um, I'm really good friends with, um, I can't say who it is because it's somebody in the league, okay? Right. But another person uh, works for, let's just say, Eastern Conference general manager, let's put it that way, um, really loves Ben Scully as much as I do. Screenshotted it, sent it to him. Um, <laughs> I'm so probably just going to be sending it to everybody. The yeah, message whatever. is out. Right. The, we now know what Momo's going to be doing tonight. Forget dinner with the husband and all that movie <laughs> stuff. That's out. All right. All we're doing is talking about Vin for the night. Who do you think, Greg, by the way, who is your most, maybe not your most famous follow, but who is the person that when they follow you, you're like, <laughs> brah, my life. What's going on? What do you, who is that for you? The one that followed me is, um, let's see, who is it? It's, um, it's Kid from Kid and Play. Which oh, I thought that's was cool. pretty cool. Yeah. I okay. got that one I'm a few years to... back and I was like, wow, that's that's a cool one. That is a good one. That is a really good one. I'm trying to think of who because I don't mm. a long time ago I tried to make sure that I stopped like being too cool about this. So I like stopped, tried to act like I didn't remember who, who these people are. But like early on in this process, there were a lot of people where I was like, Oh my God, that human follows me. So I'm flipping through my things now. Laura, who is your most famous or fun follow? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, there are a lot of randos following. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I'm not cool <laughs> like you guys yet. So I don't have you guys, like the guys here. I don't know. I don't have one. That's sad. Oh, now I'm sad. I I'm trying to. I know. I'm trying to flip through my things. We gotta now, help all her just, out. What are we gonna help? Just a bunch of I was like, I'm Tell me who now. you want. Ooh. Tell me who you want, and I'll see if I can make that happen for you. Hmm. Okay, I gotta think about this, Momo. <laughs> There was uh, you know, a minute, actually, there was know, a minute I, I when, like, the Kobe follow was a big deal because he only followed, like, 12 people. Right. And I remember, like, I was one of the first, and, I was, and everybody, like, noticed because it was only, like, 12 people, right? And I was like, oh, I think you – and I actually told him, I was like, dude, you should follow a few more people because, like, it's right. kind of shining a light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, right, it puts you in a space. Right? You like, know who I would love a follow yeah. from is Michelle Obama. That's that's probably the person mm-hmm. who I would like. I, like I tell my mom about Queen. It. 
You know what I'm saying? Queen. Like straight up. Yes. I would call Oprah. her on the phone yes. and be like, guess what, Ma? You know what I'm saying? Michelle follows me. So, okay. We're ending on a good note. Yeah. I like this. You know what we're going to talk okay. about next, Joe? What is your most embarrassing famous person interaction, though? Let's do that as our tease. We'll do that you in a bit. I actually tweeted, I tweeted about IRL. this the other day. I, I tweeted about right. this the other day, and we'll get to it coming up. But- with everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Woo! What did he say? I'm dancing. And El Zeke Van Der Sun. It's Clinton Yates and Ramon Shelburne, ESPN 710. I'm Laura's out here playing the hits. Yeah. This What's the song you, called? You said it's a, Okay. This is a classic. Laura informed us of some Latinx traditions that go on. I'm going to read this tweet at Clinton Yates, at Unique U, and at the rest of us. Done the grapes in the underwear. Heard of the luggage thing, but my fam never did it. My whole extended family does this, parenthetically, 10-plus uncles and aunts from both sides. And we're from Jalisco? Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's where my family's from, Jalisco. So it might be a Latinx thing. Okay, that's what's up. I'm down. Your boy is absolutely a global citizen, never mind a Diplo brat. So I am very here <laughs> for all of this. Now, before we went to break, we said, Momo asked us, have we had any run-ins with random famous people since, you know, she's now followed by Vin Scully and is one of the fighting 188 who are part I mean, of that I'm club. I'm literally like mic drop right now. Like, I'm it's, literally like, this is better than when I ran into Obama and he knew who I was. Look at the I flexes. Mean, Look at these the flex. side the flex. flexes, Greg. This is really what this is all about. <laughs> this is, so this is just, this is just so to good. set us up for Momo to dunk so on us. How did I not so, fall? How did so I fall good. I feel so right. bad right now. <laughs> oh, my no, goodness. Hold on, though, Momo. Okay, so... Doris Somebody, let me, oh, yeah, NBA get, Finals. Okay, okay, never mind. NBA Finals. This I'm sideline radio. She's sideline TV. We're outside the locker room. I think Toronto? And uh, the Warriors have like injury after injury after injury. Obama had come to the game. He walks by with Adam Silver. And we're just standing outside the Warriors locker room because that's what you get to do when you're the sideline reporter. You're like, oh, what happened to KD? What happened to Draymond? Right? So we're just standing there. Walks by, sees Doris Burke. They dap it up like, hey, Doris, what's going on? I'm like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> How does she know Obama? Oh, my God. Right. And like, I think there was like maybe like a little half hug. Like it wasn't like a real hug. It was a half hug. Yeah. yeah. So she just and I'm just standing there like, be cool, be cool. Like, you know. So but I was like, let me just say hi. Let me just like make eye contact. And just be you like, You wanted hey. to get in on the action. No, but like you have to be cool. So he walks. So like, all I was going to do is like eye contact half wave. Okay. And he walks by me. There's like a glint of recognition, but not like, like, Hey, it's Momo. It's not like, it wasn't like that. I really won't oversell it. (laughs) Okay. And he looks at me and he, as he's passing, now you see the recognition. Oh yeah. That's who that is. Oh, I watch ESPN. And he, he looks at me and he says, you do a great job too. And I was like, Oh, what did that? Did, hold on, hold what? on. Did he say your name? He said no, no. There was no okay. Name. I don't no. want to yuck your yums here. No, but I'm just saying that is an extremely excellent politician move in oh, that is. scenario. And I don't care. Very nice. And I don't care. It still counts. Yeah. Oh yeah, it that still counts. counts. You kidding and me? Doris Burke says to me, "I go, Doris, you just like had a moment with the press," and and she's like. I know we met and did that whole thing at the White House. Yeah, she was like, yeah. And she was like downplaying it. Like, you know, she was cool because Doris right. is like the goat. She's so, she's so cool. 
and and she's like but he said you do a great job and and i was like i know my life is made and she's like you should tweet that i'm like i'm not gonna tweet that that's, no, that's such a yeah. flex she's like well i'm tweeting it and i was oh! like what what i was like and she's like do you not want me to and i was like huh i don't know i mean if you want to okay go ahead do it oh god <laughs> That thing went so viral, and I was like, "I'm gonna retire now. I'm just gonna like." I mean, almost having almost having moments all over the shop. Okay, so I have to tell you. I don't even you know about. if he really knew who I was. I think it, I really doesn't matter. Was politics. Doesn't matter at that point. It still that, counts. That counts. So I have two to tell you about in that regard. All right. And Greg, I want to I want I want to ask you about this because this is something that for me happens a lot more than like what I'll just call so-called actual famous people. Okay. But it's when like people in our industry who. I know and love because yeah. I'm just a media clown and I, you know, intake yeah, you read, as many, follow. As yeah, many things good. as possible. When people who I know and respect in the business know me, that is when I really lose it. And very yeah. interestingly, speaking of DB, one oh, time I was covering yeah. a Wizards game, the worst team in the NBA, don't talk to me about that, is we were in the tunnel, you know, just sort of hanging out before the game, and it was a national game. And DB was there. She walked by and Breen walked by. And I'm just mm -hmm. standing there, you know, whatever, whatever. Breen walks by and then he doubles back. What? And he just points at me and he goes, Yates. And I was like, oh, I'm staring at Breen. And I'm thinking, don't say bang. Don't say bang. Don't oh! say bang. I did not did say, bang, say bang. But he just, goes, bang? he just goes, great job. I love watching you. And he gets just out of earshot. Love and it. Went, Bang! Like to my friend, and I was like, <laughs> I don't care if you heard that. I had to say it. It was like that that commercial where the guy's like, "It's got blue hair, it's got blue hair, it's got blue hair," and you have to say it. It That's was like one of those. Rick Flair. Like if you run into Rick Flair, you got to do the woo. You got to do the woo. Okay, so that was the one that was a right. uh, a coworker, so to speak, okay. that really that really got me. But there was a tweet on the bird the other day that said, "Name a random celebrity yep. that you've had a mundane run in, or rather, somebody who's more famous than you, yeah. allowing for famous people to do this." And here's the story I told. So for those of you who don't remember, the NFL draft was in Nashville uh, two years ago. I can't remember wow. when it was. Last year. So random. Okay. And for those of you who don't know, the NFL draft has been outside four times. The first three years they had it, I think it was, was it Dallas, Chicago, yeah. and maybe Philly? And the average number of humans who showed up were 200,000 people in the town. Okay. Oh, my God. Good number. Wow. Nashville had as many people in their time as the three previous did combined. Oh there were 600,000 people in Nashville. So it was out of control. You know what wow. I'm saying? There's people everywhere. It's NFL a whole draft. thing. Yeah, I'm staying right. with my buddies. Like, you know, I got a couple, I got a college friend. I got a homie that's there. So I'm like, whatever. I'm not even working. I'm just there kicking it. We're going to some, like, you know, I don't know, rooftop pool party, whatever. Some, I don't want to say hipster, but some influencer thing. Pardon me on this. I get into an elevator with my homie. And it stops on one floor. Two guys get in. One guy's got a huge guitar case. And the other guy is just kind of there. You know, they both got their shades on. And me Billy Ray being, Cyrus. Oh, stop it. Don't ruin the joke. <laughs> is that it? No. <laughs> okay, Let me sorry. finish. All right. <laughs> it's okay. I would be extremely <laughs> upset if you had guessed that. So do not guess again, please. Um, so <laughs> I'm standing there. And I'm like, you know, I've had a couple. Yeah. It's the draft. It's Nashville. I'm feeling yeah. good. I was like, oh. You guys got an intimate performance on the roof, boys? Thinking like, whatever. These guys got a guitar out, you know, talk a little uh -oh. trash. And they're just sort of looking at me and they're like, yeah, yeah, got something to do. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so we get out and then they keep going and they stay in. And we walk two steps and my dude just turns to me. He goes, bro, that was Jimmy Buffett. And I'm oh. like, what? And I go, ah, I don't know what Jimmy Buffett looks like. And I never oh. would have known. And he goes, look, it was fine. They seem fine. But, like, you definitely were being a huge jerk to a legend for no reason at all. And that was not necessary. And I was like, oh, I was so embarrassed. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. I was really just trying to be funny. You know what I mean? I was, I mean, I'm like, I wasn't knocking him. I'm just saying, hey, guy with a guitar, let's right. talk about some music. Maybe you got a performance. Whatever, whatever. Little did I know. I was yeah. talking to one of the richest musicians on the planet who's got one of the biggest followings on earth. You know what I mean? And my boy yeah. was just looking at me like, bro, stop yeah. talking to people. You could have ate for free. You could have ate for free at his Sorry. restaurants forever. That's my good All one. All right. You want to know my other one? Yes. This is Quickly. not about me. This is not about me. This okay. is young Momo. I was a reporter with the LA Daily News. 
I was writing a story about this woman. Her name is Sue Enquist. She was the softball coach there at UCLA for a long time. Yeah. One of the greatest softball coaches of all time. I know who she is. Um, and she was, was she retiring? No, she was just like closing in on some records, whatever it was. I was writing a feature on her. And I was like in my 20s. I used to play against Sue. So this was like kind of weird to write about some coach she used to play against. Tad off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But anyway, cool. So somebody had told me that Sue was really good friends and had gotten to know John Wooden very well. And I was like, well, do you think John Wooden would give me a quote? And they were like, hmm, I don't know. Give it a try. Here's his number. I was like, okay. I'm just going to call up John Wooden. And, you know, I didn't have any confidence back then. I was like in my 20s. I was just getting my feet wet, you know, whatever. You were just so rolling just like, up on people. Right. I was just like, oh, okay. It's not like you don't like tech John Wooden. You call him. Okay, he was like a <laughs> on a rotary years old phone. That. Yeah, yeah, on an old phone. Okay, so I called John Wooden. I leave a message. I said, "Hey, Coach Wooden, this is Ramona Shelburne with the Daily News. I I got your number from whoever, you know, doing a feature on Coach Enquist, and you know, she said you guys are really, you really taught her a lot. You know, I'd love to talk to you for the story I'm doing on her. Here's my number." He calls me back, but it didn't say his number. It was like restricted number or something, so I didn't mm -hmm. answer it. It was just like, I didn't know it was him. Oh, you duffed John Wooden? So there was a voicemail. It's the greatest voicemail ever, okay? Oh, you got to keep that. Hi, Ramona. This is Coach John Wooden, ex-UCLA men's basketball coach. Like, As like if he, we need to yes, know! <laughs> this is, no, he didn't say Coach John. He said, this is John Wooden, ex-UCLA men's basketball coach. I'll never forget that intro, right? Like, like, thank you. Thank you for reminding me who you are, right. Wizard of Westwood. It's like when your mom calls and says, this is your mother. Like, this yeah, I know. Mother, I've known your right? voice since before I was on Earth, and literally. he basically left me, like, a minute and a half long voicemail about Sue Inquist. Like, in other words, it was sort of the kind of voice, it was the kind of voicemail that, like, you could just quote him from that and not right. call him back, right? You could. But, of course, I'm going to call him back. But I'm also going to save that voicemail forever. Except... That's awesome. On one of my, like, phone transfers, it just didn't transfer. Like, oh. I was like, I was oh. like, wait, what? I need no. the John Wooden voicemail. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. It didn't. The And I was like, no, you can't. No, I need the John Wooden voicemail. Where is it? And they were like, I'm sorry. The other phone's already been wiped. And I was like, it's been on my phone for seven years. Like, you, we can't get it back. Oh. Where that's did on, it that's go? That's on you, though, Momo. I'm not going to lie. You know, that's a bummer, but you got to cover your bases, as they say. I'm sorry. I know. So nobody believes me anymore, but I'll just never. I, <laughs> I, it, it, was, it was a real thing that happened for me, and it, I will always cherish the memory. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, that's what we're doing here. Good memories on New Year's Eve. Don Lamont is wearing silk pajamas on television. I need you guys to know that. Coming up, we're going to talk about... Favorite, Don Lamont. Did you say Don Lamont? Favorite, I did. Our favorite television programs, and we're using television Ooh. loosely here. Don't get too fired up about that. I know. 2020, Sedano and LZ, Clinton Yates, and Momo filling in New Year's Eve, ESPN 710. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, what a, what a pull right there. I mean, this is I just tremendous radio production work here. I'm going to go play. Let's run out. Let's run out. You want to run like out? the 90s bulls right now. Let's run and out. Now! Now! Sitano and LZ, <laughs> Clint Yates and Ramona Shelburne filling in here on New Year's Eve on ESPN 710. <laughs> You know, we had this whole New Year's Rockin' Eve thing we were going to do. Then we just started yeah. telling dope stories. So how about that? Yeah. Why not? You know? Why not? I'm, you know, people talking about underwear they're wearing. People talking about traditions. That's fine. You know, I don't mind that. But the most important thing that is happening in your boy Yeehaw's world when the clock strikes 12 Pacific time is okay. that my favorite television program that I am not a member of right now is called... <laughs> Cobra Kai. Now, for those of you who don't know what Cobra Kai is, let me explain to you. The most important sports-related pop culture film series of the 80s is The Karate Kid. 
End of story. There's no way to argue with this. End of okay? story. I agree. No. End okay, of the only story. other thing I would say. Okay. Okay. All no, right, no, no, if you want to, if you want to introduce some suitors, feel the free. Only other thing. The only other two. White men can't jump for me. White men can't jump came out in 1992. Trust me, I live in Venice Beach and I dressed up as Sidney Dean for Halloween. I, I am familiar with all the White details. Men can't talking jump. about the 80s. Talking that about the 80s. Oh, talking about the okay. 80s. Right. Okay. White men can't jump is the movie that changed my life and makes me talk like this now. Understand that. So I am dialed in on that. But in the 80s. It was the Karate Kid series. Now, this mm -hmm. is important because part of what the Karate Kid's appeal was was that the story in a lot of people's minds was like pure enough that it yes. was believable. Like on a very yes. real level. There was nothing like supernatural. There was nothing ridiculous about it. And it was also, quite frankly, fictional so that like you didn't have to worry about like historical accuracy as to like what actually went down in karate tournaments in the 80s nobody cared the movie was that good as the franchise rolled on other people became other karate kids clinton harris yates never once watched those movies without daniel san and so yes. there was some issues about where the brand was you know that was a thing i agree with you year ago a show comes out called Cobra Kai and the show is set 20 years after or 30 years after Karate Kid ends as a series with Daniel and the roles are effectively reversed Johnny is the down and out carpenter guy who doesn't really have anything yeah. going on and Daniel has gotten rich off of being the all valley champ and he is a car salesman and by a car salesman I mean like and they got the real guys like yes. that's the thing they, it's and, Ralph Macchio. It's really Danielson. And let me it let is. me say this. Let me say this. Lastly, before we continue to laud this program, oh, the thing so about good. it that's so smart is that for hardcore Karate Kid heads, it's got the most unbelievably precisely intricate Easter eggs that, if you really yes. know what's going on, will drive you up a wall with awesomeness. And there are so one. many things. And no, 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 I'm not giving it away because people might be binging right. and I don't want to be that person. You know what I'm saying? But there are so many things where I was like, bruh, this is like beyond brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's somehow smarter than the movies. But the reason is very simple. William Zapka, Johnny, put him in a body bag. Not him. He passed away. RIP. But put him in a body bag, Johnny. That Johnny, he wrote, produced, and directed this bad boy. And like that on itself is amazing. It's almost like the real Johnny was sitting around the whole time trying to make sure that the story got told and he didn't even make himself the hero necessarily to begin with. Like, I'm so impressed with what this show is that every single time I watch it, I remember the first season at the end of every episode, I either screamed or cried at the end of every single one. Momo, I am so pumped for Midnight Pacific. I am binging the heck out of this. No questions Tonight. asked. Oh, absolutely. No questions asked. So here's the thing. I did not know the greatness of Cobra Kai until about a month ago. Right? Oh. My husband, like, immediately started watching it as soon as it came out. He was, like, into the Cobra Kai thing. And I blame him for this because he did not tell me how freaking awesome it was. Awesome! It's so good. But it was on, like, YouTube Red. So you had to, like, really look for it. It wasn't, like, something that everybody had. But then it went on Netflix yeah. and there was one night where like, you know, I've been counter programming against COVID lately. I just can't. It's oh, too yeah. scary. I, I dumped I'm COVID coverage unless necessary yeah. months ago. It was like March or April. Then I did, you know, I did watch some political coverage in like October, November. And then I stopped. I had to like counter program. I was like, you know what? I need to watch Below Deck and some Real Housewives and some dumb stuff. And there was this one night I was having kind of like a day. And I was like, Nev, I just need to watch something like really like kind of mindless. And he's like, can, well, can we watch something short? And I was like, well, like what's short? Do we have any episodes of the Connors? I watched that. That's like a th half hour show. He was like, hey, I got one. Do you want to watch Cobra Kai? It's on Netflix. And I was like, okay. And I watched the first episode and I was like, this is awesome. Oh. How oh. did you not tell me? I watched six episodes the first night. I watched the, ex uh, the next four. I finished season one in two nights. <laughs> right. like every single night I watched like half the series and then I was like that was so great I'm with and you like, and yes. let me tell you halfway and through season, season three two is coming out yeah halfway through Go season ahead. two Momo I had to turn it off I was too emotionally invested I said I'm I a know. crazy person 
I'm out here I know, it's smoking so beers. You know what I mean? Because I'm so fired up about this. You know what I mean? I'm out here like looking like Johnny passed out on his daggone thing because I'm like, I can't stop watching yes. Cobra Kai. And now here's the I thing mean, too. I'm so pumped because, and this is probably getting more personal than it needs to, but obviously one of the reasons why Karate Kid, at least the first one, is so tremendous is Elizabeth Shue. And yes. I'm sorry if this is a spoiler alert for you all, but like she has not shown up yet. Okay. Oh, but I think she's gonna. And if she does, oh, I think she's gonna. Momo, I don't know what your do not disturb situation is, but you might get it all caps text if Elizabeth ah! Shue shows up on my screen at but any given what moment. What happened at the end of season two? With because the I will lose my mind. Oh my I know. Gosh. I'm gonna, gonna lose happen, my mind. Clinton. So I apologize to all of you who don't watch this program, but I'm uh. telling you, it's it's that good. And listen, I am a yeah. hardcore Karate Kid fan. So much yeah, so that if you want to jump into my mentions, I will tell you this. The fight scene at the end of three, better than the one at the end of the first one because you get Miyagi on the mat. Okay? Oh, Don't so argue bad. with me about this. Okay? I care yes. about it. All right? My point is, though, for a series, for all the reboots that we have, all the nonsense we've been doing in terms of recycling content, Cobra Kai is not that. It no. builds upon a tremendous series, and it makes the movies better. That is the most important thing about all these reboots. We can get into the Mandalorian yes. and all that. I'm not going to do that right now. I got other channels to do that. But right now, talking about the All-Valley Championship, Clinton, this show makes the movies better. I want to tell you a few things. Please do. You are not from here. No. But if you were from here, you would know. And, and, and I don't even know how to describe this, but the people who live in the 818, all right, where I am from, have never had a series that has paid such homage, such such a respect to the great San Fernando Valley, okay? It is set in my hometown. Like, I have never felt pride before about being from 818 like I do when Look I watch Karate Kid and when I watch Cobra Kai, even more so when I watch Cobra Kai because it's part of it. Like, they literally are like, we're in Reseda. And I'm like, Reseda! Reseda. <laughs> I'm like, we're, we're, we're going over to Encino. I'm like, Encino! Yes! Right. And then one of the guys, you know, the kid from the wrong side of the track, he lives in North Hills. North Hills! Yes! <laughs> like, I love it. Nobody has gotten, like, the 818. Because the Valley is, like, one of those places people from the West Side make fun of. And I'm like, right. no, that's my town. I'm from here. I live here. Okay, so this is, like, that's why we love Cobra Kai so much. But that's also, awesome. also, if and when, when, whenever this, you know, COVID thing is over, I think I want to cut you in on something, okay? okay? I have thought for years that we need to do the, like, a tour of all the famous places in the San Fernando Valley where things have been shot, okay? Like, like, like lots of movies and famous locales. Do you know where the All Valley Karate Yes, tournament. you told us on the air yesterday. The I have retention. The Matadome. I remember. I'm very excited. Every about time this. I walk in there, every time I walk in the Matadome, I'm like, it's the old Valley Turn. Greg, write it down. Before you tell us your Cobra Kai story, write it down for 2021 remote at the Matadome. Okay? Yes. Just done and done. Greg, what's your Cobra Kai it. story before we get out of here? So, Go. all right, so just real quick, I, when I started watching, I watched the season one, and when it was on YouTube Red, and I, I was really you excited to, to watch it. Huh? it. Yeah. Yeah, we had, so I, I got a seven day free trial <laughs> yep. for YouTube Red just so yep. I could watch this oh, Cobra Kai. Oh, you're not Kai the only season. one, man. <laughs> right. So there, <laughs> yeah. was ten, there was 10 episodes, and me and my girlfriend were watching it, and we're like, so we, we started watching, and we saw all these great things, like, wow, this is awesome. It's so cool. And then we started watching, a, then we went to the next episode, and we realized that we watched episode 10 first, and what? then episode oh. 2, and didn't oh. see episode 1 until way later. But it what? worked. It worked. Like, we thought it was, like, going back in time after that, oh, that episode once. 10. I totally that once. Yeah, Get your life that. together. That's a disaster. I'm glad <laughs> it worked good. out. It that did, but I was like, we got all the way from 2 to 10 again, and we started watching, yeah. like, this seems a lot like the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Cobra Kai, I am, I am pumped. So all you people out there listening, do not text me after 12 a.m. Pacific time. All right? I will block you. So you're you. going to switch off of Don Lamon, okay? Don Lamon is wearing silk BJs on he television. Is so lit. We'll get is to he, that later. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yes! Woo! Sit down with this LZ. This was my call. This was mine. This is Ramona so New Year's, right? And Clinton, super New Year's. Woo! New Year's Eve, taking you home. Turned on our televisions because uh, on the East Coast, it's getting late, which means that the old television personalities are coming out. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of people who do a lot of things. Dick Clark is obviously the godfather of this genre. New Year's Rockin' Eve is something that has been a part of American pop culture since 1972. Fantastic tradition that goes on on television. And the ball drop and everything that everybody sees, it started there with that guy. I watched my birth year, New Year's Rockin' Eve this year. It was fantastic. Rick James was the star of that one. So that was cool to see. But I want to know, because I said at the previous sec- during the previous segment, my man Don Lamont is on TV wearing silk pajamas and drinking wine on a couch, which is just <laughs> tremendous on a lot of levels. It is. And over the years, Don has become a New Year's Eve icon in he a has. lot of ways. There's Anderson Cooper. There's Andy Cohen. There's various people that exist around the national discussion. And then, of course, obviously, there's the god, Ryan Seacrest. Now, mm-hmm. I'm partial to Ryan just because Ryan's a radio guy, and I've always respected Ryan's game in terms of what he does. I watch Kelly and Ryan every day. Sorry, y'all. That's a fact. But I want to know, who are your favorite New Year's Eve television personalities? And, Laura, we're going to go Laura, Greg, Momo, because I want to get y'all first because I want to know where we're going. Laura, who do you like to watch on New Year's Eve? (laughs) So I grew up in a Hispanic household, so we used to do Univision, um, and it was – there was a show called Gordo y la Flaca. So yeah, Gordo y la Flaca. Oh, I like this. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, as in, as now that I do it by myself, we don't even watch TV. We just got drunk. But to, this <laughs> this one will probably watch something. I mean, I'm staying home. So yeah, okay. Gordo y la Flaca. It was for me growing up. That's what's up, Greg. Yourself. I don't watch any of that stuff. I never. Come have on. I did. I mean, maybe Secret. Does Carson Daly still Thank do you. it? Does oh, Daly, Daly's, Daly's a good addition to that discussion. That's a good call. Carson Daly was on that beat for a while. Carson yeah. Daly, another radio guy, SoCal guy as well. We like Carson around here. So that's a good call. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Momo. there you go. Carson Daly. That's fine. You. Um, I have become an Anderson Cooper fan. Um, I like I like when he hosted with Kathy Griffin. I really liked it ah, when he Kathy did. as well, yeah. Kathy, because it was Anderson and Kathy, right? And then she yeah, kind of like went a little too far on some stuff, and then they, they banned her for a little bit. Um. I don't know if she's back, but then it was Anderson and Andy Cohen, so I really like that one. But I I I like your man Don too, because you know what it is? He gets so drunk. Like there he's so drunk when he's hosting. <laughs> oh my god, Jimmy Buffett's on CNN right now and I was just talking about him. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> he's like Don is so unabashedly drunk while he's hosting, and it's great. It's it is. it's it's great. Yeah. I mean, I, and listen, I, I don't want to sound like we're being irresponsible on the air or that, like, yeah. we're the kind of broadcasters or journalists that, like, mm-hmm, are sort mm-hmm. of into that kind of nonsense. But you got to understand, when the people who do these things, like Anderson Cooper, that guy's all over the place 300 days a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Don Lamonts of the world, these guys are doing hard jobs That's right. every day of the week. It's one thing for us to sit up here and talk trash about Cobra Kai or what's going on with snitches in the NBA. It's another thing when you're presenting information to America that is as serious as it gets every single day of the week. That's why when they get a little loose on New Year's Eve, even if it's live on television, I ain't worried about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's some level of uh, deservedness to that in terms of like, you know, what's fun and what you can do. You know, I don't know. I would love to host a New Year's show. I'm probably never going to have that kind of clout and that's fine. But my point is, is that that's a really cool gig and I love watching the different personalities of different people come out when they do it, you know? Um, yeah, and I think that you would be a good New Year's person because New Year's is about letting it, letting rip, letting it go a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, everyone, go have some fun. You don't have to get drunk, by the way. I've no, done it both not. ways. Most of the time, I don't. It's only when I go out to some party that I'm just like, oh, I'm going to need something to get through this, right? Okay, right. like, but then I just let it, let it go and have fun, okay? But, um, 
I that's what that's why I think the Don the, I don't want to call him that. Don't Don, call him Don, Don Lamont. Yeah, that's yeah, my okay. bit, and that's yes, not even bit. nice. So yeah. yeah, I will um, not suggest anybody yeah. else do so, that. Like Don Don Lemon is always like serious. Well, not always serious, but he and Chris Cuomo have a little thing going now. The way they're not serious, they're kind of fun. But um, they, uh, I it's fun to watch him just completely let loose, right? And I Anderson Cooper always so serious. Why so serious, right? And then he just like totally lets it rip. Him and Ka- and Kathy Griffin when she used to host with him, she was always like just saying super inappropriate things to like make him blush all the time. Right. And that was his whole. That was her whole thing. So that. that's why I think that um, they are to that, you know that, that's why it's fun to watch those news anchors host on CNN. I, and I and I dig it. I, I think Ryan Seacrest is good. I think he's good as well. He pays you know homage to Dick Clark and that. Yeah, Seacrest is more in the Dick Clark yeah. lane of just bringing yeah. everybody together, making sure we're yeah, all having musical fun. Musical acts, you know. Yeah, yada yada. It's all good. No, I love that. So what are we what are we doing tonight, y'all? All right, we're 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 how how far away are we? We're two hours away on the East Coast, which means we're farther away here. What are we doing tonight, Laura? What are the plans? What's on the what's on the dranky drank menu? What's going down? Man, I'm actually just staying home for the first time, and I don't even know. When was the last time I was home for New Year's Eve? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stay home, watch some Netflix. I actually can't drink because I had surgery like a month and a half ago. So water, man. I'm going to toast in the new year with some water and some Netflix binging. Oh, and my vision board. I'm finishing that. Oh, mm-hmm. vision, vision board. board. I like that. Vision boards are big in 2020. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. Greg, what are we doing? Uh, It's a weird, weird uh, December for me where I haven't had either of my kids for almost the entire month it's very odd oh, but yeah, so sucks. it's it's just me and michelle and we are gonna have some some wine maybe some scotch play some games watch some netflix and that's gonna be the end of it okay pretty mm-hmm. easy but hey it's it's i'm happy with it that's exactly what i want to do to i know so i got no problem that's what's yeah. up about you i i don't know i mean i'm just chilling right now like i said i'm basically counting the minutes until cobra kai i mm-hmm. tweeted at cobra kai today they replied. They said yeah. the dojo opens at 12 a.m. Pacific. Oh, I got oh, a little fired up when I got that notification. <laughs> Pretty pumped, Momo. So, I mean, am I going to put on a gi that I bought online two months ago? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's a lie. I wish I'd bought that gi. I did it. I'm so mad because I love that I commercial. Did buy, I did buy Nevin Just, all the Cobra Kai merchandise for Christmas. That was like my oh. presents. I, wish I got him a Miyagi-Do. It was so funny. I got him a Miyagi-Do, and that's the one that got here in time for Christmas. And he was like a little, like, I thought he was going to be so stoked. And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I figured you were a Miyagi-Do guy. And he was like, yeah. But, I mean, I think I'm a Cobra Kai guy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you wanted the Cobra Kai. I was, was like, don't worry, that one's that on the way. So, so early. I know. We don't know yet. Season three, it's feels like it's a it's a fight for the soul of Cobra Kai. I know. I'm so Daniel excited. Daniel-san and Johnny are going to team up. I'm very excited about it. But no, I don't have any huge plans. I mean, like I said, I'm the kind of person that likes watching TV. For those of you who yeah. don't know, black folks make black-eyed peas, collard greens, and cornbread. You know what I'm saying? On New Year's mm-hmm, Eve, it's considered mm-hmm. good luck. So that might happen. My cousin's cooking. So that, that, that could go down. But well, I think what I'm going to do also is I'm going to write my letter. Like I talked about earlier, for those of you who might just be tuning in, we were discussing resolutions earlier in the program. By the way, Sedano and LZ, ESPN 710, Clinton Yates, Ramona Shelburne filling in here on New Year's Eve. And there's a thing I do every New Year's where I write a letter to myself. And what you do is you write that letter, and then you put it away, and then you just like leave it. it. And then the next year, before you read the last year's letter, you write yourself another letter. And that way, you get some reflection on who you are and who you've become over the course of the years. And as I've gotten older, it's been a very different exercise. You know what I'm saying? Partially mm-hmm. because I sort of know, like, I mean, I, it's not that I remember, but I have a better idea of sort of what's happening in my mind because, you know, as, as it is, as you get older, the years become shorter percentages of your lives. So you kind of you know, tend to remember certain things that are important. But I am thinking about what I want my so-called resolution to be because I must admit this year has been you know, if I may say personally, it's, it's, it's been perhaps the most important year of my life. I left my hometown. You know, I, I worked in my home market. I covered my home market, not just sports, Momo, but yeah. politics, pop culture, mm-hmm. all that. You know what I mean? And leaving my family, for lack of a better term, was not easy this year. And I remember when 
I had made the decision and everything sort of got kind of, I don't know, just arranged well. Because, you know, Momo, I'd been coming out here for a while. You know, we had been friends. You know, you guys, we knew each mm-hmm, other and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't live here. And I remember that when, like for so many people in 2020, when the, when the pandemic really hit, so to speak. And I, but what I mean by that is when people really had to start thinking about what their lives were going to be like sitting inside for an entire summer is right when I had to leave. And, yeah. you know, I, I mean, like I said, I'm almost I'm going to be 40 next year and I'd live my whole effective life in the city I grew up in. And going away under those conditions mm-hmm. was like I, it was it was just bizarre on a certain level because I felt like I was leaving everything I knew, but nobody could say goodbye. And mm-hmm. when I got here and I was, you know, trying to understand the California lifestyle more than I already did and liked it, like I thought to myself, if this is going to be everything I wanted, I got to make sure that I'm the best person I can be, you know? Yeah. And I don't, listen, I don't, I, I hate to be so personal with you guys on the air, but this matters to me because I like the station. I like everybody I work with, but I think that is what my sort of resolution is going to be for next year. It's going to be to continue to try to max out what it is I want from a, from just a generalized goal standpoint. I yeah. think 2020 showed a lot of us that if you don't try something, you might never get the chance again. It mm-hmm. could go away. And if you don't establish something, you might never, ever, ever forgive yourself for not giving it a rip. And to be most personal, Momo, if I hadn't gone when I went, I don't know that I ever would have made it. Yeah. And I don't know that I would have ever, ever, ever been able to be happy with myself if I hadn't just pulled the trigger and said, forget it. I'm getting on this plane. I don't care who's here. I've made mm-hmm. all this work to try to move here to do something that I want to do and be a happier person, a better journalist, a better broadcaster. And that's what I'm going to try to continue. So for all of you out there who have been working on something, people talk about um, like COVID habits they've picked up, like good ones, stick to those. You know, when this world opens back up, you don't have to become some entirely new person. You can be the person that you chose to be to survive. And that's what I want people to remember. If you survived 2020, commend yourself. And it's not about fault. It's not about reason. But that's what sports do. We've tried Mm -hmm. to come back. We've tried to make sure that people remember that people are real folks, you know, and that is super important to me, Momo. And that's my message for 2020. I love it. got like 30 seconds left. So if you've got any... Um, resolutions, feel free to say. Look, I think there was a lot that we keep talking about 2020 that I hope it's going to make me upset. A lot of bad stuff happened this year, but a lot of really good stuff did too. And we all had to get quiet and we all had to go inside, right? And we all had to just be with ourselves. And that's a good thing, right? That's a good thing. All right. We got to go though. Let's do it. Oh, we got 30. My bad. Well, I wanted you guys to get your yours yeah. too, but Momo, I mean, what, what yeah. are your resolutions, Greg? I just want to make sure we don't all get cut off. I was just be, just love everybody and just be happy. Yeah. Like, we, we all had to go inside and just be with ourselves. So I true. think I learned a lot, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, I don't want to say good riddance 2020. We learned a lot. Just True. I'm glad we made it. <laughs> all right. For Sedano, yeah. for LZ. Look yeah. at that song. I love this song. Woo! Clinton Yates from Mona Shelburne. Happy 2020, and let's get out of here and get to 21. Happy New Year, y'all. Be safe, be healthy. And they stay there. Woo!